Hello. Hello. How's it going? Okay. I thought you were going to do something else. Not going to overthink it. No? Okay. Not going to overthink it. Just going to, you know, live your life doing what you're supposed to do, following the program that exists, the loop. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're all just uh, we're all just predefined characters. Now, I was thinking of singing some Mariah Carey, but now that I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't do that to anybody. You're not gonna break into song with "Sweet Sweet Fantasy Baby." No, it's a good song. I like the song. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with the characters in the film. It's 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 fun and good. But uh, no, well, I can't sing. Eh, that's fine. Uh, you know, it's not everybody's strength. Um, so thank you for sparing us from that, but it's also interesting that it's Mariah Carey so much uh, because uh, it becomes kind of funny on a different level because uh, there's sort of an, I, I guess sin- both sincere and ironic appreciation of, of Mariah Carey can be had in this, in this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I can go I, for that. Is, what's the ironic appreciation? Uh, just that it's, it's sort of deeply uncool to uh, be doing Mariah Carey, except that it, you know, is cool because because you're doing it, Mariah Carey. I think Mariah Carey is pretty cool. Eh, our mutual friend uh, Micah <laughs> Sargent would disagree with you. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Well, he's from a different generation. Yeah, so we, I think that was also implied in the not cool part is that we are old. And, well, I just think yeah. he doesn't get it yet. Mm-hmm. God, can you imagine like some little tween who watched Free Guy and they're just like, "Who's Mariah Carey?" And then it's just like, ugh. God, how do you even explain that? It'd be like, it, there, it's there, the Christmas lady. Yeah, the <sighs> Christmas lady. There are plenty of people on the internet, TikTok, who are like, um, you know, most underrated band that you've never heard mm. of. Like, you know, can't believe that uh, modern people don't know about, like, it's like Nirvana or something. It's like, no, young children, we're all very aware of who these bands are. Uh, you just weren't alive back then. So please don't try to, like, pretend it's a... It's a hidden gem that you're just unearthing for everyone. But um, well, I mean, they're unearthing it for their generation because, like, you know, for our generation, our uh, bands and singers who our parents were familiar with were not uh, first and foremost on our minds. So we wouldn't have uh, come to know them by any other, you know, stretch of the imagination. Except that uh, occasionally, my mom would take the Frank Sinatra <laughs> CD and put it into the <laughs> CD player, and that's how I would know who Frank Sinatra is. Other than uh. the. Uh, caricature that is inside of uh bugs bunny cartoons mm-hmm. um although it was mostly bing crosby and you were just like i, I don't understand what that's about hmm. mm. yeah yeah i mean there's probably plenty of people in our generation that uh didn't quite understand uh the popularity of you know let's say like led zeppelin and started wearing those shirts and thought they were very unique and cool it's like well you just know different different generation the uh the adults are like yeah great cool mm-hmm we agree. <laughs> it was the most popular song in the history of the radio. Yeah, so was, we can all, we can all agree on Mariah Carey. I think is really what we're getting yeah, at here. I agree. We can all we can all agree on Mariah Carey. And if you don't agree with Mariah Carey, you just you know you're uh, you're not there yet. You haven't you got a little bit more age to put on, and then you'll be like, you know what? I was I was uh, I was hating Mariah Carey for all the wrong reasons because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. Yeah, there are, um, there are much better reasons other than <laughs> the music. <laughs> well, like her personality. Uh, well, she's uh, infamously kind of difficult in a lot of ways. But uh, you know who who isn't? If if either one of us were famous, I'm sure we'd be infamously difficult to deal with anyway. But uh, yeah, like Taika in this movie. Yes, he does a good job of being difficult to deal with. He's a little um, bit of a Mariah in this movie. He, yeah, he's he's a total Mariah. Uh, so this this movie, Free Guy, uh, was much talked about, and uh, was it much talked about? I, I feel like the lead up to it was discussed, and then people saying, "Oh, you know, it's actually good. I kind of liked it in the theater." You know, that kind of like warm praise, not like not like hot, you know, burning desire to get out there and and see it and recommend it to people but just like kind mm. of that like uh i have successfully reheated a kid's uh cuisine um you know the one with the penguin on it that frozen meal and then you left <laughs> it sit on the counter just so that the temperature could equalize and then you had it no, and you had the little no brownie at the end talking about kids meal with a penguin on it yeah you never you ever saw those uh is the penguin part of the logo yeah uh i think it was the mascot of the brand I think mm. it was Kids with a Z, I want to say. Kids Cuisine. No, it wasn't with a Z. 
kid cuisine not even plural uh yeah just uh google that one there's a, there's a cuisine cartoon penguin which for some reason looks like woody woodpecker which is not what a penguin or a woodpecker looks like uh but that uh provided you with your your uh frozen frozen meal for kids uh mm. with it usually with a gooey brownie thing in the corner i must have missed this um uh you, re- you mm. really missed out i guess so mm. i see some crinkle fries and some mm. some nugget things here yeah that's how you know it's good nuggets and yeah. crinkle fries yeah this is probably why you don't like crinkle fries now mm. that's why i'm more you, you discerning discerning yeah well, you, your your discernment means that you dislike all crinkle fries because you think that they're all just frozen garbage. But aren't they? Doesn't matter. They're still tasty. <laughs> I mean, garbage can be tasty. Uh, but, you know, we're, that's neither here nor there. Uh, we don't spend much time thinking about what the people of Free City eat uh, in the video game mm. other than bubblegum ice cream um, and, and why they would have necessarily opinion uh, an opinion on the flavor of that or know what actual bubblegum would taste like is kind of a mystery i guess well you know that, that gets back to the whole matrix thing of um you know how do, how do we know what chicken tastes like mm-hmm. maybe chicken tastes like everything because the computer couldn't figure it out yeah yeah it's a very uh sage point that they were making in the first matrix movie and there yeah. are there are moments of matrixiness in here where you're just like well, wow you know what if agent smith was good and not not like a jerk <laughs> agent smith uh was a you know wide-eyed uh happy dumb person in ryan reynolds body mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i mean that's kind of what we got with a uh, with jonathan groff but uh anyway with free guy um i was specifically put off of it because um the trailers and advertising for it made it seem a little uh light on anything that would particularly substance interest me yeah it, it seemed like the kind of thing where you had an excuse to have sort of these visual jokes and comments like oh there's a gamer who's secretly an uncool guy and has a cool avatar and he you know is yelling at his mom in another room it's like yeah i mean it's it's been done but you know i feel like the trailer of this movie didn't include mm-hmm. any of the characters outside of ryan reynolds no it, it and I have to say that's a criticism I have of all uh, trailers that have something to do with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> They're just very heavy on the Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, to the point where it kind of turns into just that this has Ryan Reynolds in it, so you should yeah, go see well, it's, it. it. It's like what Taika said, like, why would I make something original if I can make a sequel slash Ryan Reynolds movie? Yeah, like, so, like... You like KFC, and Ryan Reynolds <laughs> is the KFC. Yeah, uh, but with this, like, Sean Levy... And uh, Ryan Reynolds have another movie coming out, uh, The Adam Project. And it looks like basically the, it could be a trailer for a sequel to this or any any of a number of other uh, Ryan Reynolds movies. Um, just because he's, that's just what he does, I guess, is he's just, he's him in any movie that you put him in. And then that's the selling point for the audience. Because mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds was also in another movie uh, called uh, The Nines, which was uh what was that that was like a take on the sims um and that was, oh, was that? i never saw that one yeah i never saw it either because it looked like just uh kind of loosely riffing on a very uh minor idea um although i don't want to like be too critical because i think it was written by uh, uh what's his face um from script notes podcast john august yeah, yeah. so i just don't want to be unkind about that um, and then he's also been in another video game uh, movie recently where he was Detective Pikachu. Uh, so, you know, he's he's just he's just always Ryan Reynolds, even when he's not, not really, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, not really a video game movie because Pokemon is, is a card game, but... It's a video game, too. I think it was a card game first. Uh, it was the, a universe first. I mean, the movie really doesn't lean into it either being a card game or a video game first um so much as a uh rich and elaborate world where we exist in perfect harmony with uh other critters um but yeah and let me be clear yeah. i do not care at all about pokemon no no D- dan wants it on the record on the permanent record that he does not care about pokemon it's true um and uh i would i i wish i wish algorithms listened to this podcast so i could tell them because um there was a section of a video 
that we did a little while ago that included Pokemon stuff. Uh, and one of the jokes in the video was about uh, somebody live streaming, live streaming, unpacking Pokemon cards. And uh, like every every third live video I see on TikTok is somebody literally unpacking Pokemon cards. And I was like, is this really a thing? Mm. People, people, people watch other people take cards out of cellophane on the Internet. Um, please spare me, Internet. Yeah, I mean, the un- unpacking and unwrapping videos are pretty popular, I suppose. Um, although, you know, I... Uh, you know, shouldn't be too critical. I was watching um, a series of keyboard building videos the other night, uh, just one after the other. And and the person wasn't even like doing anything with like a purpose. They'd have like a, a loose sort of limitation they put on themselves. Like all the parts need to be from Micro Center or from Amazon and like just sort of build something wacky. And so it's just like, well, why am I even watching this? Is this, does this actually have entertainment value? And the answer was, I just watched the next one after that and then the next one after that and the next one after that <laughs> know, at least that's something constructive that's mm. not literally just let's see what kind of cardboard is inside this cellophane it didn't really feel like constructive it just <laughs> felt like a way to uh anesthetize my brain but mm. speaking we do of need an- those from time to time don't we yeah speaking of anesthetizing your brain uh <laughs> free guy um so as i started saying i, I was suspect of its entertainment value me someone who was just confessed to watching several keyboard videos in a row with uh, very questionable premises. Uh, but somebody who is well known for not being skeptical at all. No, no, I'm I'm so optimistic about everything. Um, <laughs> I, firm believer in giving everything its fair shake. So, free mm-hmm. guy, it's fair shake. Uh, I thought it was generally fun and very. Mm-hmm. It did. It was light and lacking in any substance at all. Um, and, uh, it mostly is the ending that I think that lets it down. It's a little, bleh. um, and then it's because there's love in it. No, not because there's love. It's just because it's so predictable and cliched and not very well written. Um, but so it's a little bit of a, a letdown in that department, but, uh, in terms of, uh, and also I, I should say the, and, uh, a major distraction is uh that this is written by matt lieberman and zach penn um who i assume was brought in to clean up whatever it was that matt lieberman wrote because uh goodness gracious um the understanding of computers um and how they work and how they do anything (laughs) and how anything might be done with a computer or like how one might administer uh, a network or deal with uh trying to run a game company like all these things are not really concerns that no, it's it's, the it's movie a movie is. they don't really care at all although no. the, the part that gets me is the is the server bit at the end where he's just hitting bits and pieces of servers with axes and then the world is like slowly deconstructing itself it's like no there would be a power surge and everything would just turn off at once but whatever it's a story yeah um not to mention when things turn off in uh free city or whatever um they kind of like dissolve and fade away and have enough time to tell you like oh just keep going you know and it's not that's not how that would we just turn off yeah it's like every (laughs) server houses assets and then there's like one server somewhere else that's doing all the rendering and it's like as that asset disappears it's like oh i guess i'll just fade away this render here but we're still up and running yeah and i'm glad that no one has anything in the game code that is like oh no there's been a critical system failure i'm gonna shut everything down no (laughs) if a third of the environment map suddenly disappears just keep rolling it'll be fine remember the final outcome was all of the servers quote-unquote had been destroyed except for the last server which somehow contained one building in free city and also the hidden game code um, that mm-hmm. they had discovered. Uh, it, it, that, that was somehow the contents of those two things. In addition to having the contents for streaming video of what was happening inside the platform out into the world, uh, that went well, off without a hitch. streaming on his laptop, mm-hmm. if you remember. But also, he left the building. And also, that's not how streaming works. No. Yeah. So, I don't know. It, it's just... It's sloppy in a way where it doesn't really matter, unfortunately. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter at all. I don't, it didn't bother me at all. Yeah, but it, it's one of those things where it's just like, this just could be better in just a just like a little bit more of a polish on it. And it would have been, you know, uh, vastly improved, I feel like. 
Um, they just really wanted to have Taika Waititi hitting servers with a uh, an axe. And I love Taika Waititi hitting servers with an axe. Give me more. Um, it just uh, for believability and plausibility and everything. It's like yeah, it's not there, and it, the movie doesn't really need it to be there. But it also is just like <sighs> goofy, um, and not in a, like a fun way. Like when Jodie Comer runs in at the very end and pleads with him not to destroy the last server. Uh, and that she'll agree to these terms and all that. And it's just like, how, how did Jody Comer get into the building? And like, how are they having this standoff? Why, why is well, it's, no it's one right else behind the security desk? As you saw yeah. and the security guards are distracted uh, by the pre- presently distracted with yeah. the heroism of, uh, the, the video game security guards. Yeah. But it's not just the security guards. Like you need access with like a key card to get into the server room. There isn't just like a Fair guy not. at the desk you can slip by. Maybe he propped the door open when he went in. I, I don't believe that that's in evidence. I mean, we saw an open door by, yeah. by where he grabbed the axe. Anyway, I, I just think it's just a little <laughs> poorly written that she shows up and pleads with him at the last minute and then everything's yeah, fine. Her running right into the server room is a bit much, mm-hmm. but it's fine. I mean, this, this movie is not, it's not built for deep thoughts. I mean, no. this this movie, unlike any of the other uh, Matrix or uh, the 13th Floor or other <laughs> movies like this uh, that I'm struggling to think of at the moment, mm-hmm. um, this movie does not really ask you to, to question uh, the meaning of life and existence and what is what does it mean to be human uh this yeah this is not ex machina here this is uh this is a, this is a fun romp through video game G- uh, grand theft auto with brian reynolds and uh, mariah carey yeah i mean and which is not wrong with that no it doesn't really put on it, it doesn't try to pretend to to be something deep uh which is good because like you said it's not and it makes it easier to excuse a lot of the other softer parts of the writing in here um but at the same time it's just like you could just like just like a little bit further and there are a couple points where they do that where they go just a little bit further with what they're writing and make it a little more incisive or more interesting um and i i appreciate that like when he's rallying the npcs to him which doesn't make any sense but when he's doing that um he's standing next to Jodie Comer and they're talking about the real world and how the real world doesn't have this and doesn't have that and doesn't have the other thing. And then he says, and the real world doesn't have gun violence. And then she says, actually, it, it's really a big problem in the real world, huge problem, huge issue. Uh, and it, it, and it, you know, it is actually incisive and funny in the context of this and depressing all at the same time. So it's, it's good writing in that, in that spot. And I wish they had more moments like that where it's just like, oh yeah, you can, say something that has a little more oomph to it you know i suppose that was a i i feel like yeah i, I get what you're saying that I, that moment didn't it wasn't sold as well as i think it could have been mm. for me but uh yeah I, I get you yeah uh but you know it's it's still fun and there, there's some mild commentary in here on uh you know the kind of culture of video game playing in that is specifically featured here uh, in these massively multiplayer things where you can just all, sort of like all of the YouTube vloggers talking about, I'm really rethinking how I treat these NPC characters just cause uh, you know, why, why do we, why do we got to shoot the the things just because they're not real, man? Yeah. I could have done without that. Um, and uh, was that I'm deeply uncool. So I don't know if it actually was, but was that ninja is one of the, the things the like the famous gaming YouTuber guy. Oh, I don't know. When that montage was happening, um, Amanda said, are, "Are these real gamers?" And I said, "I have no clue. <laughs> I hope not." Yeah. I mean, I guess we can look. I, I yes. I assume I assume there are people. The film who do features that stuff. cameo appearances from gamers and streamers. Uh, Jack Septic Eye. Oh, that's yeah. Jack. S- he was the Irish Sep- one. Septic Eye. Yep. Jacksepticeye. Jack Septic I. But just like it's one word. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean I feel like it's pronounced differently because septic is not 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 generally something you want to put right next to your eye. No. Well I think that was what he was going for when he selected septic eye. Although I'd be curious to find out mm. what it sounds like when you say it with an Irish accent. Um 
but I'm not going to attempt mm. to do that at this moment. Uh, but there's a, you know, ninja, uh, the uh, sort of controversial uh, figure. Uh, Pokey Main was uh, the uh, one <laughs> female representative that we had. Uh, and then we had Daniel Robert Middleton, who is Dan TDM, who is the English one. Okay. Well, sure. He exists. Yeah, I- I, I'm and laser beam. I'm, uh, I'm seeing some of these knights uh, n- names are. Oh, they're they're all right next to each other. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. art nerd. Who the hell's art nerd? These character names are very descriptive. Yeah, I know. Uh, and then there are also some uh, cameos in here. Uh, I immediately recognize Tina Fey as the voice of the mother. Uh, and you mm-hmm. had uh, Dwayne Johnson's voice, which I did not recognize at all. And then Hugh Jackman's I, voice. Uh, I didn't either. Uh, where was Dwayne Johnson? Dwayne Johnson was uh, bank robber number two, who is physically ah. portrayed by Owen Burke. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I did. Um, I I recognized but couldn't identify uh, Hugh Jackman's character the first time I watched it, and this time I I, re- I recognized him mm-hmm. and I knew it was him. But yeah, he's the he's the alleyway fella who sells a sells her the video. Yeah. Um, now I I do do have to say that I liked uh, Channing Tatum in here for his minor yes. role um, he's always very good he's mm-hmm. he's uh gi- given let's see how do i phrase this properly oh you <laughs> haven't seen um this is the end right that's the that's the franco the apocalypse franco, one yeah, yeah, yeah no apocalypse. i haven't seen it okay so all right never mind mm. um because he's 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 straying towards that territory not quite as ridiculous but um yeah, he's 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 out there because he's in video game land and he can do whatever he wants to do uh with without any consequences, which we've seen what that um what that looks like in that movie there mm. where he becomes Danny McBride's um leashed sex slave. Well, spoiler alert, Dan. <laughs> you know, it's not really a spoiler cuz I'm uh, you'll see someday. Okay. Well, now I kind of want to watch it. It's a very, it's a very small scene, but uh-huh. it's uh, it's it's uh, it's pivotal to the. No, it's not. No. It's just uh, yeah, it's just him there mm-hmm. doing doing some stuff. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I I I thought he did a good job. He is frustratingly hilarious. because uh, a lot of times he'd just be like, he can't be that funny, and then he does it. Uh, even the physical comedy stuff, everything. Good, good, yeah. uh, good, good on him for he's being so funny, talented. and he's very, he's very silly, and he he does the dancing, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, and he has some very strange outfits because he's a video game character. Mm-hmm. 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 And then you've got his real life uh, operator there. Yeah, yeah, that one fellow with the red vines. Yes, yeah, he does have a red vine. Uh, I did not care for him so much, uh, but it's a, it was a a good moment i like I like the channing tatum thing I, and he was also in the beginning but i thought that was as much as we were going to get of that um i do wish this movie had not started with uh the very uh cliche let me explain the world to you uh voiceover thing because um, mm. it's bad i don't like it uh, i think y- it's not that complicated to understand the mechanics of what's going on or that you're in a video game i don't even think you need to have anyone say it well, I mean, they kind of needed start. A, a big explosive set piece mm-hmm. like that to start with. And then really the only mechanics that are relevant are the whole, you know, sunglasses people versus non-sunglasses people, which is, I guess, a thing that you kind of grok through the bank robbery scenes, too. Also but... through all of the dialogue where they talk about sunglass people and not sunglass people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the what, what were the stars in the belly? Uh, was that Sneetches? Sneetches. Sneetches, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, this is just a, a Dr. Seuss thing going wrong here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's all about the haves and haves not, have nots, and the uh, the takers and the makers. Yep. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you really just gotta, you know, open your eyes to the possibilities of a cappuccino here and there, and then suddenly the world is your oyster. <sighs> well, hopefully, not an oyster frappuccino. That sounds horrifying, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Uh, but. Not a thing, is it, right? People don't mix seafood and coffee, right? I mean, I want to say no, but I also know the answer Oyster, is probably yes. Crap, but uh, thankfully there are no autocompletes. <laughs> Tra- 
Try oyster frappuccino feet. See if you get anything that way. <laughs> oyster frappuccino feet. <laughs> net worth height. <laughs> uh, the must-see frappuccino. No. Okay. Uh, hang on. Let me scroll a little bit. Okay. I don't see anything. Thank- I'm yeah. very happy about that. Well, I mean, I think it's more of a situation where somebody has a tasting menu where they have like uh, an oyster and then they sprinkled like five grains of, you know, uh, ground coffee on top of one of them, and and like have a a mousse bouche of like foam that is served with it. Like I, I don't think anybody's actually like making oyster coffee. I mean, you could uh, you could you could float a little bit of an oyster on top of some stiff foam. But why? If, um, why does why do anybody eat oysters? I don't know. Do you like oysters? I do not. I don't think I've ever had an oyster. No, I've had. Didn't I have oysters at that place you made me go to in San Diego? That's a complicated question because I wasn't there, so I don't <laughs> know if you did. But I do know that you serve the oysters the place there. With the lobster rolls and the uh, the, the oysters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. But I, I think it was oysters Rockefeller, and they're the big honking yeah. ones. Um, yeah, I think I may have had one of those, but maybe not. Actually, maybe yeah. I'm just living vicariously through the story that you told me, and I uh, don't remember. Uh, I mean, I don't love oysters um if given the option of having oysters or not having oysters i'll pick the option of not having oysters but if you're with someone who happens to want oysters you'll end up having some oysters because you're not going to get out of that um and uh, if i'm going to have them i'd rather have the teeny teeny tiny ones um because you just slurp that back and it's done uh i still I, I don't i don't understand the basic premise of a of a food item that you don't chew or really taste you just sort of swallow whole well you can chew them the big big honkin ones you definitely have to chew um but like conceptually i don't know why you would want something that you don't that the entire goal is to to spend as little time tasting it as possible well my goal is to spend as little time tasting it as possible uh but it's not even about the taste because uh, i actually think the little ones don't taste they don't they don't taste uh bad or fishy or anything weird they they kind of have like a uh, like a salt water taste like very clean tasting but the thing about it is i don't have the texture of it i don't like the texture of oysters so hmm. it doesn't appeal to me to just sit there and uh chew on any oysters yeah. but i don't know i just i just feel like chewing is sort of like an, an integral part of the the consuming experience that if you're not going to chew it doesn't really matter how good something is or is not. Yeah. It's like taking vitamins. Yeah, but if I have to eat an oyster, I'd rather have an oyster I didn't have to chew than have an oyster <laughs> that's like a big honking boy. Well, you don't have to have anything is the point. Well, um, that's not what I was told. <laughs> you sure. have to have an oyster. Okay. Yeah. Uh, here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this has come up, uh, how this has not come up before. Um, are you good at swallowing pills? <laughs> Like with water, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. There, there, there are people uh, whom I may know uh, that I may live with that are, that are that are not great at swallowing pills. Like they have to place them there. They have to take the gulp of water. Uh, take a very long time to get you know get them to go down, and then you know it's like a it's like a whole ordeal. Mm-hmm. And you know the taste is extra bad because it takes so long to swallow them. And meanwhile, I can just like throw a handful of pills into my mouth and a little bit of water and swallow basically, I don't know, seven of them at a time. It doesn't really bother me. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm given to understand that is not the experience of a lot of people. Now, well, congratulations on swallowing, Dan. Uh, Thank you. I, Very think, good. <laughs> I think that it is a situation where uh, there are definitely some people who may have more of a, a thought process behind it and like get a little anxious about the act of swallowing the pills, I guess. Um, sure. Yeah, I, 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 th- I think yeah. there's probably a lot of it. Because I, I uh, I'm fine with the pills. Um, I mean, I can't have those. Uh, you ever have the like the real big vitamins, like the yeah. I, I, those are unpleasant. Um, you can taste them just by how they smell. Yeah, away. And they also, um, even though you, even though I can swallow them, it still feels like you know you you swallowed a rock or something. You feel like something in your throat. Yeah, it's from, like it's like a Lego brick, basically. Yeah, I don't I don't enjoy that uh, sensation. So I much no. rather have like many tiny pills. No problem. Uh, let's, let's do those. Um, but the like big, awful, like horse pills. No, thank you. Mm. Yeah. It's just the, um, you know, I, am sure there's a reason for the, the, the difficulty, but you know, the people who are unable to take them very easily still have to do them one at a time. It's like, no, do as many as you can all at the same time. Get it done with. You hate them. Yeah. Well, I don't know if, 
there's anything you're really going to be able to do about that situation at this point in your life, Dan, or well, their I, life. I don't, I, I don't, I don't really, yeah, no, it's, uh, no, I've stopped trying to change things about other people. Mm-hmm. That's, you just passive aggressively bring them up on podcasts that they don't listen to. No, I was just, you know, I was curious because <laughs> I, 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 uh, I, I need more data for my sample set of people who mm. are good at taking pills and people who are not for your survey. Sure. Yeah, maybe yeah. I should do a maybe I should do a Twitter poll. Are you a good at taking pills? <laughs> B bad at taking pills. C what what are you talking about? Just 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 put uh, taking pills. You need to specify swallowing. So just say, are you good at swallowing? Yes or no. Uh, then tweet that out there, and we'll just see what we get back. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> so free guy. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. It's a fun uh, movie. There's a, some innuendo in here as well, so that was kind of welcome, I guess. Uh, I mean, you can always have innuendo, and you have this sort of very uh, naive, um, doesn't get the joke kind of character. Yeah, which I feel like Ryan Reynolds, he either is the naive, doesn't get it, uh, innocent kind of uh, inexperienced person, or he is the opposite end of the spectrum, where he he gets all the awful jokes and nobody around him gets the awful jokes. Uh, and they, they either do one or the other um, with his roles. Wouldn't it be funny to see uh, a free guy hanging out with Deadpool? <laughs> uh, I mean, I almost thought they were going to go there at one point during the process of this when they were dropping the references. Uh, it, it, this movie mercifully doesn't go down the path of Ready Player One, uh, which was also written by Zach Penn, I think. Um, it's it's a, it feels very similar from mm-hmm. time to time, though. Yeah, it, it, but I think I prefer watching this over that because this doesn't try to uh, uh, sort of, I guess, cash in on all the references that it's making. Uh, it saves references basically until the very uh, end fight with Dude. Um, <laughs> and then it like pulls out all the references one after the other, yeah. and you're just like, okay, well, I get it. Uh, it was a lightsaber. Yes, lightsaber, uh, a Hulk punch, and a Captain America shield, and a Chris Evans cameo. Mm-hmm. And the Avengers music uh, swells up. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's been. a lot, but it's good that I think, I think they, it, uh, my opinion is, it's good that they did it all sequentially, one after the other. Um, and they did it just at the very end there for that one little brief moment, because I feel like if the movie was like Ready Player One, where everybody's running around in like Gundams and lightsabers and like you know night rider and all that kind of stuff like if that had the delorean everything if that had been going on the entire runtime of the picture there'd be nothing funny about that moment um whereas they uh just used it that one time for uh well not one time they used it that brief time for a series of uh strategic uh like reference punches so uh we we just got that like little hit of that kind of branded IP content that you can only get from a 20th century Fox production. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it seems like they, they couldn't afford all of the IP. So I think they, they blew their whole budget on that particular section because um, I think maybe with the exception of the, I'm actually clicking right now. Yeah. With the exception of the Camaro, which does still have badging on it uh, towards the end there when they're doing the, uh, you know, the inception building collapsing mm-hmm. and stuff. Um most of the cars were genericized, like the uh, the thing Channing Tatum was driving and the, the opening action scene uh, is like a merge of three different type of Mercedes, one being like a, a concept car thing. But um, yeah, it's not that's not a real car. I always forget how much you like Mercedes. Yeah. I mean, you know, you don't have to like them that much. You just follow their Instagram account. And you see all the stupid pictures. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, I will get right on that. And then I will. Yeah. Would you like me to tell you which three models they blended to make that car? Sh- sh- tell the audience, Dan. I'm not going to do that. No, I I'm not going to do that. No. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I. I it's a. Yeah. I mean, he got branded stuff in here. It's fine. Um. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they were able to throw in those references when I said 20th Century Fox, I should have said uh, 20th Century Studios because uh, this is you know post uh, Disney merger. Uh. So this is a non-Disney Disney film and so they can get all the Star Wars and Marvel uh in here all up in this. Mm. So it's officially, you know, same same parent they didn't have to pay for it, the lightsaber and the the Avengers music. Well, I don't know if they have a separate like profit and loss thing like uh other companies that have Oh sure, how else are they going to hide their um 
their income mm-hmm. does not pay residuals. Yeah, because, you know, that's one of the things that always kind of blew my mind. Uh, when I worked at uh, Sony Pictures Imageworks, even though it was a division of Sony Pictures, we would have to build and bid for work from Sony Pictures. Uh, and they would get bids from outside vendors, and then they would potentially, mostly, pick uh, an outside vendor. And so then we would have to get bids and stuff for stuff from like Disney or Warner Brothers or anybody else. Um, and then we would get their work and we would have separate profit and loss from the rest of the studio division. So they had no incentive to go with our bid over going with the bid of somebody else outside the studio who was cheaper. So well, you should just be cheaper. <laughs> yeah, well, it just didn't work out that way. Also, uh, they didn't. Uh, I'm going to. I heard. And I don't know if this is true, um, that the Sony Pictures uh, studio executives did not think very highly of Sony Pictures Imageworks um, and uh, thought that the work that we did was uh, generally subpar or bad. Um, and they, they really just wanted to have ILM or um, the lowest paying possible position that they could find. Um, I'm not going to insult anybody's studios by saying their names, uh, but uh, it, it's just one of those weird things where it's like in terms of like having an in-between or something uh, or promoting your internal studio, you just like pick something else because there's separate profit and loss. So with this movie, I don't know if 20th century studios has to write a big old check uh, for the references they're dropping to, uh, you know, Disney pictures uh, or to Lucasfilm or to whatever in order to license out content. But I would assume probably not because it would be expensive. Mm. I mean, somebody's moving some fake money around. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Gre- just, uh, it, well, mm-hmm. sure. Uh, I just noticed this is apparently Alex Rebecca's final appearance in a movie. That's sad. It's very sad. Mm. It's an interesting cameo, I guess, because I didn't really expect him here. And also, the shirt guy went so viral, he he made it on Jeopardy. Yeah, that was the joke. You know um, how viral you got to be to be a video game character to go viral on Jeopardy, Jeopardy? and have yeah. Alex Trebek talk about you. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, a Deadpool poster can be seen on the wall behind streamer Keith. Mm. Whoever that is. Mm. 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 I like this part. Uh, the marketing section of the Wikipedia page. Promoting the film in 2019, Reynolds and Waititi joked that it was nice work to work together for the first time, pretending they knew nothing about uh, the Green Lantern film. Uh, so that's that's cute. I like that. Uh, was was Taika involved in Green Lantern? Yeah, he was, I think, one of the Lanterns. Um, I forget which one. Oh. I think it was like CG or something. Uh oh, was he was he the main one that like died or whatever? Uh no. He oh no no. I was wrong. He wasn't a Green Lantern at all. He was the uh engineer um buddy. Who was I thinking of? The engineer buddy? He has yeah. he, like a, he has like a real world pal? Yeah, yeah. The human human pal. I clearly don't remember that at all. No, it's a very bad movie. Uh, I vaguely remember it. I mostly remember that the monster just looked like poop. Um, yeah. It, it, all right, uh, there was a monster. Wasn't it kind of like a blob? It was an enormous blob, um, mm. which added to the poop uh, effect <laughs> that it was achieving. Mm. Mm. I'm not going to mm. say anything else about that. That was Sony Pictures that much works as well. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was yeah. Uh, it was an interesting time. I mean, yeah. even you know Ryan Reynolds. Uh, you probably haven't seen all the Deadpool movies, have you? No, I saw part of the second one, um, and I don't quite understand what I was watching. Uh, Did you see the part yeah. where he travels back in time uh, and shoots Ryan Reynolds in the head uh, right when he's reading the Green Lantern script? No, and there's blood splatters all over the piece of paper that says Green Lantern. Uh so you mm. know. Good he's aware. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think he's he's I think poked fun at it quite a number of times. Yeah. Um, what year was that movie? Uh, that was 2011. 2011. Wow. Mm-hmm. Tom Kalmaku was his character name apparently. Mm-hmm. Well, he made oh his future God. wife through that, so that's something. Yeah, I didn't remember any of these people were in this movie. Tim Robbins. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, importantly, very, very super duper importantly, a story by Greg Berlanti, um, who he happens to have a business relationship with to this day. So I don't I don't know what that's about. That'd be an interesting story because Greg Berlanti is one of the producers on Free Guy. Hmm. Hmm. 
I don't know that name. Uh, he's he's the the kind of strange person who runs all the uh, CW uh dc stuff all of those shows the Arrowverse uh, and all oh, that sure stuff. all of the, yeah. the, the the movies that have no budget or the tv shows, shows that have no budget yeah, yeah. flash mm. yeah 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 those things yeah anyway so i don't know i don't know why they still have a strong working relationship uh but they do um what did you think of jody comer in this it's great mm-hmm. i uh I, I found her nearly unrecognizable in the game compared to the, the outside world. I was like, wait, this is the same person. I mean, she looks like, I don't know, like 10 years older when she's got her weird floofed up video game hair and those big aviators on or something. Yeah. I think it's also the lighting because in mm. free city, she is outdoors or quote unquote outdoors. Um, and then in the real world, she just kind of has like this soft, warm, ambiently lit thing. And her cheekbones kind of look different in either of those lightings situations um so i don't know the first time i didn't quite catch on that it was her um like you said the wig sunglasses lighting it all kind of contributes to it not exactly feeling like it's the same person uh particularly the accent i was not expecting them to go the route of someone who is putting on a british accent for a video game um who happens to be british and is actually putting on an american accent in order to play the rest of the film uh yeah, but i did see in i in the trivia there that uh the british accent used in the game is not like her real british accent she's using a different british accent yes that is very true right sure that's a choice to make well i think she did that on purpose so that it would sound a little off um which mm. you know is something you could do did you ever watch a uh, killing eve no i did not it was interesting it was not so interesting that I proceeded to the second season of Killing Eve, but it was interesting. I saw it on a plane one time because they had the whole first season and I had nothing else to do on a transcontinental flight. Uh, so I watched a lot of Killing Eve. Um, but, you know, she was good in that. So I didn't realize she was so young, though. Um, I thought she was older than she is. So How old is she as I'm clicking? Uh, yeah. Ooh, 1993. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Her her birthday is in two days. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Jody. Yeah. Sure you're listening. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For your birthday, we got you this podcast. Yeah. What, um, one thing I did not realize was that Joe Keery uh, was this, nearly the same age, because he's April 24th, 1992. Mm. Um, oh, uh, director, fellow, whatever. He's mm-hmm. uh, he's a Stranger Things guy or something. Is that right? That's where you got the Joe Keery connection? Uh, is he? Is he the director or writer is associated with Stranger Things somewhere? Is he? I can click links. Okay, I'm just... Yeah. Uh, He's a producer for Stranger Things. Oh, okay. Well, good for him. Yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, I I mean, I think since we've been watching him do Stranger Things for so long, we've seen him be high schoolish. Yeah, I guess it's a little more believable that he's young-ish. He's got the hair there. Yeah, although in this movie he looks very greasy, uh, just like kind of <laughs> unpleasant. Maybe some blotting cloths, maybe. Well, he's the, he's the coding nerd, mm-hmm. uh, and she's the she's the you know the design genius or whatever. <sighs> Again, they're a team. They complete each other. Again, I I did not care for that dynamic. Well, you know, I mean. I never realized that he loved me until just now when I'm watching a video of him explaining his love for me. Didn't even dawn on me. And now I will go stand and we'll talk to each other across the street, shouting things at each other and then walk into the street. Well, you know, people who make video games may not have the best social skills all the time. Yeah. I don't know. I just was rooting for a car to hit them. Uh, But whatever. (laughs) Just me. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. It is just you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just that it was so clunky. It's not not smooth, not nice. Didn't appreciate then, uh, it. Their other pal, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Utkarsh from Pitch Perfect. Mm-hmm. He's very good. I enjoy him a lot. Yeah. He was a good jerk in this. But not so much of a jerk that you would uh, not approve of his like turn towards the end. Yeah, to the point where he's like, please stop hitting servers with an axe. Things have gone a little too far. Yeah. yeah. And then the rest of the cast is surprisingly light. Um, I 
didn't know what direction they were trying to go with his security guard friend. It's like, he's my best friend. And it's like, he's not really in much of this film at all. Um, So I don't know how we are concluding that other than him saying that this is my best friend over and over and over well, they again. They talk all the time. They get, they get, they share their coffee as they walk to work. They're NPCs. They don't have deep relationships. Mm. what do you think of the cinematography of this fake world? Uh, the computer made it good. Mm. What'd you think of the cinematography of the real world? Uh, it was fine. Who was the cinematographer? Uh, George Richmond. I don't know who that is. Uh, he did Kingsman movies, Tomb Raider. Oh, he did yeah. the Kingsman movies. I, I must have missed all of the uh, eight millimeter anamorphic lenses. Yeah, he's apparently doing the Fantastic Beast Secrets of Dumbledore that's coming out in a month, I guess. Maybe. Good luck to Fantastic him. Fantastic Beasts is associated with Harry Potter? Yeah. I thought that was a separate thing. No. And there's another mm. Matthew Vaughn movie coming out. Uh, Argyle. Spy film. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. Matthew Vaughn making a spy movie. That's weird. Yeah. Henry Cavill, Sam Rockwell, Bryce Dallas Howard, Brian oh, Cranston, good. Catherine O'Hara, John Cena. Okay, I'm on board. Dua Lipa, I don't know about that choice specifically, but maybe she has a tiny role. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's going to be for Apple TV Plus. Well, that's something. Mm. I look forward to the lens distortion mm. and all of the stitched together shots. Mm. <clears throat> Matthew Vaughn certainly has a style. Mm-hmm. Uh, but having said that, I don't know if this movie itself has any strong opinions about style. Um, it's just very bright color. I mean, it's a video yeah. game. There's bright colors. There's lots of explosions. There's lots of, you know, graphics HUD stuff going on in the in the glasses world, the sunglasses world. Yeah. What did you think of their attempts to uh, show that what we were seeing as the audience uh, where, you know, it's like real people, like really Ryan Reynolds um, mm-hmm. versus what they were seeing what the uh, people in the real world were seeing from the game where it was the sort of like cruder CG version. Yeah. Uh, I get, I get why they did it. I didn't, I didn't really like it because, you know, it's just like a weird flatter digi double of Ryan Reynolds. It's like, you could probably just show him and like, I don't know, put like a filter on it or something. But you know, like I, I know that there's not an assumption that the video game would be as realistic as the characters, but like, I don't know the cinematography was close enough with just the well lit bright colors, all that stuff that I don't know. It just, I thought it was weird. I, I don't I don't know that I would have made a different choice if I were the filmmakers, but it was just like, eh, not great. I thought it was effective in that it shows us as the audience that we're seeing something that is a little, you know, uh, there's some license taken with it in order for us, the audience to see these things. Um, that we're not, you know, literally watching just like the same video game constructs that the people in the real world are. Um, however, at the same time, when Jody Comer starts crying, um, I really questioned that because how did she like push a button that made her character cry? Like, <laughs> how does that work? She also said there was no button for kissing, but she did the kissing later. Yeah. Yeah. She did say Maybe that. They added a button for kissing. Yeah. Oh, that's that's why it's Joe free Car- life. Joe Carey hacked uh, the game to make a kissing button. Yeah, well, that's not going to be a problem for them. And so in the sequel, moderation is an issue. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, have, I have a hard time you say, believing. You say in the, uh, the, the final video game uh, where, where everyone's free to do whatever they want to do and they have AI is just going to turn into like that episode of Futurama where Bender became a real human and like just suddenly started eating everything and drinking everything and smoking everything and basically got to be like a thousand pounds and died in like two weeks i uh, i don't know if i've seen that one mm. yeah bender becomes a human mm. and uh you know he 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 indulges in the pleasures a bit much do mm. you, you think they'll go that route they'll have a like a mind body transfer situation well i'm just saying like in this video game now when there's no consequences and the characters can do whatever they want to do because they're not real and stuff uh what's to stop them from uh doing all the things yeah well i got a question for you Mm. uh who approved the zoning on those buildings dan (laughs) uh the 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 npcs that stamp papers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but who elected those npcs they were just programmed yeah well 
they they're not anymore. They're free. They're, they they they've always been the caretaker care caretaker here. Jesus, I can't say words. So, uh, what exactly is the form of government of free life? Oh well, there isn't one. Well, then, how does anything get done? How do you build a building? Well, nothing really gets the the buildings have always existed. You don't have to build any more buildings. So God created the buildings. If by God you mean, uh, well, as she says, uh, his name is Antoine, and yes, he's a jerk or dick mm-hmm. or whatever she called him. Yeah. Well, I mean, but what if you decide you want your own building? What do you do? I mean, you can build it yourself, or you know, hire some guys to build it with you. Where do you build it? What if I just want to build it in the middle of an intersection? I mean, do what you got to do. I, I'm just saying, we live in a society, Dan, and I don't see that reflected. <laughs> In the world of free life. <laughs> well, you know, you can do whatever you want to do. So, like, what's to stop somebody else from saying, like, I don't like your building. I'm going to tear it down. Yeah, but then are we no better than uh, a free city? I mean, you know, we have laws. Mm-hmm. Do they have laws if they have no elected form of government? Well, they did say they have laws in the beginning there. He said laws are more like a gentle suggestion to people. I think he's mainly talking about the gentle suggestion to the users. Yeah, but he he is saying there are laws, you know, speeding, shooting, blowing things up. Yeah, but then the world was literally altered irreparably. So, what what who's making the rules? I, I mean, again, the rules have always existed. So, uh, what, what what does Officer Johnny do? Drinks coffee. Yeah, but like, what what is what does he do? How does he how does he function in the system? Who's paying Officer Johnny's pension? You don't have to pay his pension because he's not a real person. <laughs> He doesn't eat food. He doesn't get old. He doesn't sleep or eat or anything. I don't know. It just seems like they're on the verge of an existential crisis. Um, sure, but, probably. Yeah. I mean, at some point, they're going to reach, um, uh, you know, a level of artificial intelligence awareness where they realize that, uh, you know, it, it, it is a curse that they never age, never die. They are immortal. They're vampires, basically. Well, I mean, they don't suck blood, Dan. I mean, they don't they have to, but they turn, could. turn other people into NPCs. They could. That, you that's know. your that's your yeah, pitch maybe, for the sequel. Maybe, yeah, maybe in Free Guy too. Uh, one of the characters starts uh, stabbing his hand into other people's chests and turning them into NPCs. Hmm. Well, this wholly original idea is worth evaluating. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Sunglasses also evaluated and rejected. Um, maybe 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 a suit and an earpiece. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, something tells me if this was like a TV show, there would inevitably be an episode where uh, Joe Curie and um, Ryan Reynolds switch bodies, um, and then you have have the <laughs> antics of that ensue. But I well, don't think they'd also, do there, that in a movie. There would also be a whole season where we discover that you know. This whole time, there have been other characters in the game that are like, you know, admin level, uh, you know, super users, but also AIs, you know, to sort of keep the regular NPCs in line. I'm glad this is just a movie. (laughs) It's fun and it's silly and there's Mariah Carey, but like, you know, it's important that we don't think too much about the whole um, AI that uh, is, is making these video game characters come to life. And, you know, to that end, the idea that their video game where they just made this like utopian world with butterflies and stuff where you can just watch characters as they get more complex and evolve and stuff, but you can't really do anything else. Um, yeah, that would fail. Also, like, you know, the idea that people are going to I like at the end there where they're like, who would have thought people just want to watch video game characters instead of, you know, do stuff. And they're like, we did. Duh, we're so smart. It's like, yeah, but what do you do? in the game can you still like drive cars and shoot stuff and rob banks or whatever or is it just like you can just walk around and like say hello to guy and like go get a fake coffee i mean it's just it seems to be a life simulator now um yeah yeah and so it's like they're just uh they're just little um brine shrimp for everyone or any land farm Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, maybe mm -hmm. you can't even have characters anymore you just watch the live stream of this thing yeah uh Something tells me that would not be hugely successful. Well, I mean, you've already got the uh, Taika was right in 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 one regard that you've already got the the IP of Blue Shirt Guy that everyone is very well attached to, and you can go watch him and be like, "Wow, that was that guy. That was that first 
that first NPC that, you know, became self-aware and then started this whole world. And, like, look at him now. We grew yeah. up together. He's four years old. <sighs> Meh. It's not asking very deep questions, or really any questions at all, but it is fun because Ryan Reynolds is there. Yeah, I know. But at what point is Ryan Reynolds being there just having Ryan Reynolds there? I mean, not old yet. <laughs> Although, you know, as you've pointed out, he is he is fairly saturated at the moment. Yes, we are, I think, at peak Ryan Reynolds. Um, <laughs> there's very... we could replace oil with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Let me just, again, refresh my memory on uh, how many projects he has coming out this year. Um, why doesn't he have just like a simple list on his, on his page? Why do I, why have I got to go somewhere else? Uh, well, he did, he did, uh, yeah, IMDb. So, mm. oh no, the top announced thing in his acting credits in IMDb is going to make you mad. Oh no, it's the Clue remake. They're, re- they're really remaking Clue? Yeah. Him and Jason Bateman. Mm-hmm. I don't like that at all. No. Um, I don't know if I feel uh, feel like I am appreciative of that. Yeah. Red Notice, Free Guy, Hitman's Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, Six Underground. That was the first like straight to Netflix one that mm-hmm. uh, I think Michael Bay had something to do with. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then he kept showing up in like two different scenes in Hobbs and Shaw where he was basically playing the same Ryan Reynolds character, but a little weirder version. Mm-hmm. We get the Adam Project, Spirited, where he plays Ebenezer Scrooge. Um, so we get a, another, you know, take on the Christmas Carol. Did I just see a trailer for this? I don't know. Did you? I did. Where uh, uh, where Will Ferrell says, "I'm the ghost of Christmas present," and he says, "Like a Christmas story," and he says, "No." Well, actually, yes, and it's a very funny joke. Ah. Uh, then he's in Imaginary Friends and Father Mucka. Which is a TV oh, series short as a voice. Okay. And then Everyday Parenting Tips. And then Deadpool 3. And then Dragon's Lair. And then Clue. It's a busy guy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how he even has time to make gin. Or uh, a mobile telephone service. Or just, you know, award-winning advertising. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You love his ads. Uh, I couldn't name one that he produced. Although I'm sure I've seen many of them. What's the name of his ad agency? I don't know. It's a, oh, uh, Maximum Effort. Maximum, what, uh, it's one of his catchphrases. Maximumfun.org? <laughs> Comedy no. and culture listener. Uh, not that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maximum Effort Productions? Yeah, MaximumEffort.com. Uh, oh, this, their website is the letter E in Comic Sans turned to the side. Is I mean, isn't that whole the whole thing with like him and Hugh Jackman having their fake feud over stuff? Yeah, that's 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 on the page here. If you go to projects, you've got the Deadpool's, uh, the Aviation Gen, Group Effort Initiative. I don't know what that is. Free Guy, Mint Mobile, Detective Pikachu, and then Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They've won a lot of awards for advertising. I just I can't think of anything that they've done. No, no. I mean, I, like I just said, the fake fighting with Hugh Jackman thing is the first thing that came to my mind. And then I know he does all the Mint Mobile ads, um, but, you know, so who cares? Yeah, he, uh, is, is he co-own a soccer team? Is, is that him? Yeah, him and uh, him and what's his name from uh, Always Sunny on a soccer oh, team in England. Uh, Rob McElhinney? Yes. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I guess they like it. Okay. Would be my guess. <laughs> well, th- thank you for the insight, Dan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why does anybody own a sports team aside from making money and they like it? Mm-hmm. Remember when uh, uh, Homer briefly worked for uh, uh, Hank no. Scorpio and he and he was gifted uh, a sports team and then he looked up from the letter and it turned out it was, ah, oh, the Denver Broncos. And then Marge is like, I, 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 you know, I thought you'd be happy with a sports team. And he says, you don't understand because apparently the Denver Broncos were very bad at the time and I assume are still probably not very good since nobody talks about the Denver Broncos. But that was that was the comedy that was in that that moment. Um, that I bring with me to, to today. So I assume mm. that whatever team he has is better than the Denver Broncos. 
sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have anything else left to say about this movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, what, you, what do you do? You want to get into the specifics of all of the little references and jokes here? Like, now you would ruin everything. But, like, this is no. a fun movie. People should watch if do they we, have I time. Mean, do we want to talk about the effects in the movie? Because it was... It is an Academy Award nominated film for visual effects, which is a little <laughs> is surprising. Right? Yeah, I mean there are a lot of them. Um, mm-hmm. Quantity. Uh, this not exactly. Um, you know, th- this movie obviously benefits from the fact that it's a video game, uh, and they can lean into that a little bit. Like, there's no way to really make a photoreal version of you know, like weird alien gliders and rockets and you know all the crazy stuff that is occurring here so it's always going to look kind of video gamey uh here but that's that's to the the movie's benefit obviously because you know what are you gonna do yeah uh i i don't know i i think that it has its moments where it is trying to show you that uh sort of like neon um sort of cruder version of what a video game is uh where it's doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing but it it is not um ins- inspiring acclaim uh let's say but that's what its job is in that role so i don't knock it for that um but then when it comes to things like you know the city destruction or uh when they introduce dude and they have to put Ryan Reynolds head on another guy um on another dude uh in they have that effect in there. Um, that is one of the things that people talk about that's in this movie. Uh, it, it's done to a different level than that neon kind of cruder looking stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, dude, dude was fun. I especially liked that he had a tattoo of a blue shirt on his chest. Mm-hmm. I think that was a good joke. Um, yeah. It was a little funny when his security guard friend comes up and uh, just grabs his pecs and then starts moving them up and down. Um, <laughs> it's a little... A little strange, uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, between you know, you've got your 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 digi doubles, which are all over the place, N- not just like the uh, real world watching the video game. You've got you know the ones for the effects. You've got dude here. You've got the, again. There's a ton of like digital UI stuff. You know, not just Iron Man HUD stuff in the glasses, but like floating in the sky and things. There's mm-hmm. there's really a, a ton of stuff in here. Um, I think my favorite uh, vehicle uh, effect and joke, by the way, is when he first decides to try and order a cappuccino and then out out the window the uh, of the coffee shop is the tank that starts yeah. slowly turning towards him and points the gun right at him. Uh, and then as he says, just joking, it like slowly turns the other direction. That was that was fun. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Good tank. But but, um, you know, like, I don't know. Uh, the the effects are good. Like they they, they are as good as they should be. Like, I don't, I didn't see any like major flaws in any of this stuff aside from the fact that it's just like, you know, the cameras, the, the things that are occurring are so implausible because they're video game things that like, there's no way that they would ever look photo real. Right. Like, but they're also not supposed to. Um, yeah, it's a video game. Yeah. You want it to look like a video game. You want it to be exciting and over the top. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I say as a person who doesn't play video games. Yeah. 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 Yeah, We should have gotten that out of the way up front. Uh, I don't, I don't game. I'm not a gamer. Mm -hmm. I'm going to find out that you have a, like a secret, uh, Twitch stream that I don't know about. No, I made a Twitch account to go talk to Mike when he was making keyboards, but, um, I have never, I have never live streamed on the Twitch. And you could, you could always do that, Dan. What would I? What would I do? Um, Live stream your uh, your coffee making when you're making your cappuccinos. No, that, that's me time. Yeah. Um, I could I could turn <laughs> okay. on a live I could turn on a live stream of you know just this tired looking guy just like <laughs> typing away on a keyboard, staring at your screen. Uh, you you, you want to watch me mutter to myself as I make keyboard master macros? <laughs> <laughs> I, I did that yesterday with uh, with Austin who was helping me do a thing and uh he seemed to enjoy watching me keyboard maestro oh you, you should that's, that's your thing is like you'll have a twitch stream and then you'll have uh people like challenge you or pitch you on uh the the uh macro you need to make um and then you oh sure and then i've got 60 minutes yeah. or less or whatever to make yeah. the macro that does the thing yeah 
And then if I win, I get um. Don't you get like you get like coupons or whatever? I I, I don't know. I'm not controlling who wins and loses in the scenario, Dan. Mm. So, as long as long as I can as long as I can monetize it, mm-hmm. I'll consider it. Okay. It's got to be a side hustle. It's not just yeah. for fun. And then you got to like get those the things for like when people join the stream and then it like has like a plus thing and then like a high or whatever and like icons and stuff that like you know animates across the screen sure you need to do all that stuff i got i got a little macro pad over here that i could push buttons and have make it do things you got a stream deck right no i don't have a stream deck i just have a little i have a little nine key um usb macro pad thing that i i use for running macros well you need to get a stream deck dan i don't i don't need a stream deck. you need a stream deck I don't need a stream deck. Big old stream deck. No, I've got this. I've got nine buttons over here, and I'm using six of them currently. Yeah, so but I got I got three extra buttons for uh, for Twitchers. But they don't have little images on them, so they have images. They just don't change. They have keycaps on them. One's a little iPod. One's one's a save icon. One's a trash can. One's a finder face. One's a folder. One one's a cup of coffee. How did you get these icons on these keys? Uh, they're, they're, they're extra keycaps for my keyboard because I bought mm. lots of extra keycaps and my keyboard doesn't have all those keys. So what are you going to do when you add out the rest of the features and you don't have a suitable icon for something? Oh, the icons don't mean anything. So the iPod one isn't like music or something. No, the iPod one, uh, brings up the project picker that brings up the latest cut of any given project that I'm working on. Yeah. Just like an iPod. Exactly. Uh, the A, the 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 very the italic looking A, which I don't know what that is from, but that's a macOS thing. That bring, that activates my headphones. And Why the thing isn't that, that one like, the iPod one? Then I don't I don't know. Uh, the thing that looks sound. like half a Finder face with an exclamation point. I don't know what that icon is, but that turns my speakers on. Why? Why are the audio ones system things, and then the one like thing that you would use for like browsing media is it doesn't matter i guess i don't i don't look at the buttons i just know that the bottom right one is my speakers and the bottom left one is my headphones but if you had a stream deck then <laughs> you would have a little i, I don't, I don't need any more glowy things put, like flashing at me it's not flashing that's not how it works mm, i don't want a stream deck you can buy me a stream deck you can gift me a stream deck how about that oh that's generous uh yeah, yeah. sure i exactly. will get right on that the the Twitch stream can uh, go in uh, together and and send me a stream deck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you if, if my Twitch stream sends me a stream deck every time I stream, I will make a new macro for each button that the audience gets to choose. That's dangerous, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm going to push the button. Although I suppose uh, I would have to test it. But uh, yeah, oh, I mean the part where you program it and it, make sure it works, you know, mm-hmm. would be. Well, it's like I'm not gonna make a I'm not gonna make a macro that you know empties your bank my, account, close <laughs> my car or something, empties our bank account. Yeah, I'm gonna make a button that Venmo's money directly to some random person on a Twitch stream. Yes, yes, that'll be fun. I I challenge you to cash at me. Mm. I'm not using the other uh, payment apps anymore. I could probably I could probably figure that out. I bet they have a I bet they have an API. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That sounds safe. Uh, so yeah, yes. That's free the, the city, mm-hmm. free, free the, the city, guy. free the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. save the cheerleader, free a guy. <laughs> <sighs> Why do we do this to ourselves? I don't know. Save me, save me, save me.